If you like writers, directors, producers, and actors, well, you're pretty cool. And if you like the podcast Beam Me Up Scotty, you get them all, and that's really cool. So, John and I are huge Superman fans. Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Both of us? Absolutely. Love Superman. Who's your favorite Superman? Christopher Reeve, of course. Absolutely. Good answer. Good answer. (laughs) And so, a few weeks ago, you and I had the pleasure and opportunity to interview Jeff East, who played young Clark Kent in the... Smallville scenes of Superman the movie. So what do you think about the interview? Oh my god, I I thought it was awesome. I mean, just uh just a chance to to talk to him and uh and everything he told us about uh what had happened on set and how Christopher Reeve was and basically how all the cast was. Uh it it was just it was really awesome and I think it went really really well. Wasn't it really surreal? Almost to, you know, to me it was, it was just, and you know, I've talked to a lot of people on the podcast that I've, you know, I've seen before in film, but I don't know. It was just kind of like, it almost feels like you're a part of the Superman legacy in a way, right? That you got to speak to Jeff East. So it's pretty awesome for me. It was pretty cool. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I know that I had a wonderful time. That was I, I guess our first crossover episode because the interview has actually already aired on your show. Um, right. What uh, tell tell the listeners about your show? Well, I run uh, another podcast uh, called The Basement Reload, and uh, that's the the show that I released it on. And I just basically talk about anything and everything that I love, and comic books and Superman is totally not off the table. Uh, as a topic on, on the podcast. So, uh, I, I was more than ecstatic to, uh, to be able to release, uh, this episode on, uh, the basement reload. So what I do, I just, I talk about anything that interests me, uh, comic books, movies, video games, uh, growing up here in Brooklyn, New York, you know, just, just anything I want to talk about, uh, I talk about on the show and yeah, it's a great time. Where can they find the show? You can find it everywhere. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora. It's everywhere. Awesome. It's 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 pretty good. Um, I think that we should definitely do another crossover episode at some point. I, I really enjoyed Absolutely. it. I I like promoting. You know, you're my friend. I like promoting your podcast. Um, you know, I kind of feel like that you 
you know, kind of enjoy promoting my stuff too. So, you know, I, I think, we should, I think we should, um, you know, I guess, uh, we're in the podcast cinematic universe. <laughs> if that was, yes, we are. If that was, yes, a, we are. if that was a thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I, and, and I, I honestly, uh, look forward to you and I working together again someday. Uh, that, that really was a lot of fun. And I can't thank you enough for inviting me on the show and actually on the interview to talk to him. Oh, of course. It, it was, Anybody that I get on that I'm thinking, Oh, like that one was just the first one. I was like, John would geek out over this. Okay, I've <laughs> got to include... I couldn't have on Jeff East and not include my equally as Superman-obsessed friend. Um, right, because you know I'm so obsessed with Superman. Like, I mean, me too. Before, you know, like you and I talk off-air and, you know, it's just, you know, we're talking about movies, we're talking about comic books and actors and all that, so you knew my affinity for uh, Superman. I so. did. I was not about to. If I ever get somebody, you know, <laughs> like that again, I'll definitely let you know ahead of time. And the, the cool thing was, I think you kept it pretty much a secret, um, didn't you, up, up until you aired the interview? I did. I did. I, you know, it was such a big deal for me to actually talk to somebody from this myth. I bet that was, like, I, nearly just... impossible, right? <laughs> episode i kept teasing on social media i was like you'll never guess who i interviewed and i posted a picture of myself uh in the superman t-shirt and the superman hat you know so i was kind of <laughs> dropping hints along the way but uh but it, it turned out great uh, everybody was surprised you know especially my, my family you know my, my family here they were freaking out for me you know because they 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 know you know oh yeah <laughs> which you knew like months ahead of time because like i booked the interview you know, again, months uh, before we actually got to sit down and talk with him because, yeah, you know, it's just yeah, it's just I a business. It you know? Yeah, it's back in the summer, and we didn't actually get to interview him until what about a month ago? I guess something like that. And uh, you know, of course, I release. You know, you release episodes more frequently than I do. I just do once per week, and so even though this was a month ago, it's just now getting around to uh, to airing. So I can't wait for everybody to hear. The Jeff East Superman episode, which we're going to cut to right about now. And I will warn you, explicit content. <laughs> yes, yes, very explicit content. No children. <laughs> no children. No children. <laughs> Thanks, John. Well, thank you very much, Kenny. I really appreciate it. Definitely Later, buddy. Enjoy Jeff East. Oh, yeah, enjoy. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff East. You're cutting out just a little bit. Are you? Are, is everybody everybody clear? Like, can you hear us all really well? I can hear you, everybody. Okay. I can hear everybody. Perfect. This is my buddy John. Uh, he is a big Superman fan, like I am. So this is pretty epic for us. Uh, yes. Sir. yes. <laughs> and uh, we won't take up too much of your time. We're just going to ask you just a few questions. We uh, we came up with like five each. And uh, <laughs> if uh, we run over into thirty minutes, I'll start to wrap it up. Okay. That's fine. Okay. All right, John, you want to uh, go ahead first? Sure. Uh, Jeff, right off the bat, I do have to say that I am a huge fan. Uh, I loved, loved, loved the uh, Superman movie from uh, back in the 70s, and uh, it was a real pivotal movie for me uh, when I was a kid. So uh, I just thank you for your time today, and I really appreciate you coming on and uh, talking to us. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for telling me that. That's, I love to hear that, it, how much that impacted people when they see it. And you guys yeah, have no yeah. idea how gratifying that is to hear as an actor. Uh, uh, 
I mean, that that makes me happy because it, like that that movie was so impactful on me. Like I knew every word to that movie like my whole life. I agree. How did you get the role of Clark Kent, the boy who would become Superman? Um, I did a film called The Hazing with Charlie Martin Smith. And it was about a guy who was a naive high school track star who becomes this big recruit at a, at a college. And this fraternity recruits him. And Charlie Martin Smith and myself are made to run around in a jockstrap throughout the mountains of Arizona. And he dies. He gets killed in the beginning of the movie. And they blame it on me. The whole movie. It was called The Hazing. And I don't know if you've ever seen it. Campus Corpse, The Hazing. It's a trippy little film that we did for $500,000. We shot it in Flagstaff, Arizona, 1976. Anyway, Carol Littleton was the editor of the film. She did E.T. She did a few films you guys might have seen. And she was doing this, and... Dick Donner was interviewing editors. So he was going around town talking to editors, and she was doing the hazing at the time. And Donner saw the footage from the hazing and said, wait a minute, who's this kid out, the kid running, the track runner? And she says, oh, the kid's name is Jeff East. He was Huck Finn, blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, yeah, I know who he is. He goes, wait a minute. And he started watching the film. They offered me the roles in front of me. They didn't even have me read. They offered me the role in front of it's all kind of pure Spangler in Lynn Stallmaster's office, uh, April eighth, nineteen seventy seven. I'll never forget it. They asked me if I had a passport. 
asked me to read the script. They gave me a chance to read the script to even consider the role. I read the script. They made me stay in the office and read the script. They would not let me leave. <laughs> I read it for about two hours. This is a true story. And I'm reading this Mario Puzo script, which is gigantic, it's like 217 pages. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Superman and Teletubbies, are you kidding me? And I'm like, oh, my God. And I didn't even bother to read. I read through all the stuff that I was supposed to do, but I didn't pay attention. I was into the, all the other stuff. And Donner goes, well, what do you think of the script? And I go, wow, it's long, big. And he goes, well, what do you think of your role? And I go, what role? And he goes, the young Clark Kent. And I go, oh, you mean the guy on the farm? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be Superman. He goes, no, you're not going to be Superman. I, Wait a minute, Dick. I don't want to. I don't want to wear a cape and all that crap. I'm. I'm not putting on those red galoshes. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to have to wear a goddamn outfit. I said, oh, I just get to be me. He said, yeah. He goes, you have a costume. I go, yeah. And Delia Sawtine goes, do you have an agent? I said, yeah. Do I have an agent? And all my agent set the deal, and I flew out to London the next day. Wow. That's exactly wow. Flew to London. They start testing my nose. They start testing my wigs. I spent about five days doing that, plus I had jet lag. And Margot Kidder flew over on the same airplane as me. She was testing for, for Lois Lane at that time. And I'd already gotten the and I sent a little note to her. I said, I'll try to put my two cents in to get Donner to hire you. And she sent me notes. He goes, I already got the part. And um, boy, I love Margo, but she was something else. Oh, my. So we had dinner together that night, and she ended up testing and getting the part. I knew she would get it. She was great for the part. And... Chris, Chris and I got to meet each other. We had lunch every day. He made me go work out in the gym with him every day. We got to know each other. I kept going, why do I have to spend so much time with you, Chris? He goes, well, you got to get to know me because you're playing me. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And, and we, we, uh, we play, he teaches me how to play chess. And he says, there's a way to cheat, Jeff. And he shows me how to cheat at chess. And I'm like, wow, you're showing me how to cheat at chess. This is awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but Chris was funny. He was a very interesting character, very intelligent guy, great piano player. And we got to meet, you know, got to know each other pretty well. And the rest is history. Took me eight months to do that film. Oh, wow. Wow. You got another question, John? Uh, your next one? Oh, sure, sure. Um, let's see. I, do you... Uh, I'm trying to think of the questions that I have that are more Superman-related while I'm talk while we're talking about him. Um, oh, okay, so when the movie premiered, uh, what was the first big purchase you made uh, when you got paid? Did you did you get anything extravagant? Like, did you go nuts? About a Porsche. Did about you really? 1971 uh, Canary Yellow Targa 911 SC. I but it was used, but it was on the floor of the Hollywood Porsche dealership. 
because it was so in such good shape. I bought it on the showroom floor. I walked in. I took the checkout for it. They said, how the fuck can you afford this? I go, oh, <laughs> fucking Superman. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're, you're great, Jeff. I should have named that. I should have uh, went back and not named the episode. That should be the name of the episode now. I just realized that. Yes, that's exactly what I thought, too. <laughs> so, what was the premiere like in 78? Did you attend, like, any special screenings or anything? It sucked. You guys hear what happened? It sucked. I take it, no. What happened? That was the biggest joke. Because Warner Brothers decided, oh, well, we don't want to publicize that there's two Superman, and you have a very significant role in the movie, but we don't want to take away from the publicity of Christopher Reeve and all the 90 million plus advertising we did on the movie, so you might... So I called Mark McClure, who played Jimmy Olsen. We had a band together. I said, hey, Mark, I'm going to hit you right with you. We're not telling anybody. I'm going to ride with you. He goes, yeah, come on, man. I can't believe they didn't invite you. We show up. Get out of the limousine. Mark and I are all stoned. We're like, yeah, man, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, they're like, wow, look at all the people. There are like 10,000 people at Chinese Grama Theater. And then a guy comes up to me, the announcer, uh, the guy from Gary Owens. I think his name was Gary Owens from Laughing. He was the announcer, and he goes, Jeff, what are you doing here? You weren't even invited. And I go, I know. Screw Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. In this movie, and my girlfriend's sitting there with me, and she's got these big boobs. Is everybody still there? Uh, I am. Wonder what happened to Jeff. Hang on a second. Let's add him back in there. Hang on. All right, everybody on? Yep. Jeff, you on? I was right in the middle of that story where I find out that uh, you guys there? Yeah, I'm here. Where I hear that Christopher E's voice has dubbed my voiceover, and I'm going, oh, fuck. And my girlfriend goes, that's not your voice. I'm going, yeah, I know it's that jackass Chris Reeves voice. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're playing a movie and everybody's crying and everything's going on. Oh, God, this is so good. Oh, God. And I get out of the movie and I get back in the limousine and I pick it. I didn't even take the limousine. I was so pissed off. I took a cab. <laughs> oh, wow. I took a cab. You didn't even find out, you didn't even find out that Chris Reeves OVW and no. here? And I was oh. so fucking mad. And oh. I'm... I go up to Donner's house for the party, the after party, which I got invited to. Oh, cool. At least they invite you to that. <laughs> Donner invited me. He said, come up to my house afterwards. I want to talk to you. Well, he wanted to talk to me about it. He was embarrassed, too, because he didn't know. They fired him. Before, they didn't do any of the posts with Donner. It was bullshit. Donner was a great director, and he got fired by the Salkinds. Salkinds are scumbags. Let me tell you something. And on top of it, Christopher Reeves talked them in and let them do that. And they made up some story that, oh, the Tesla and the voice is different, blah, 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 whatever. My voice is deeper than his. Yeah, it's probably true. And actually, Chris did a good job, and it worked. 
everybody thought I was Christopher Reeve. So I went around, did all these movies that Christopher Reeve did. <laughs> like, anyway, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, and I'm at, I'm at Donner's party, and Gene Hackman comes up to me, and he gets mad. He says, what the fuck are you doing here? I would be so mad at these assholes for doing what they did. He's just crazy. Because yeah. he saw my performance, and he saw what I did, and he was shocked that they did that. And there was no reason for it. And even Hackman tried to get me to do Rambo with him. We were going to do uh, First Blood. And then they all got screwed up and whatever. Stallone did it, and they got Brian Dennehy. But, you know, Hackman was a huge fan of mine because uh, of that movie. And he kept saying, why did they do to you? Why did they do that? But I didn't give a shit because it worked. It actually worked. Yeah. And I, I forgave. I, Christopher and I became good friends. And I did a lot of stuff for his foundation, and I still do. I love his family. And uh, but a lot of people make a big deal about that. I don't give a shit. But it was, I'm going to tell you something, man. 1977 or, or 78, Christmas was 78. When they showed that and they didn't tell me that was going to happen, I almost crapped in my pants. Wow. Um, John, would you like to ask a question that maybe um, <laughs> doesn't have some... like that. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't involve crapping your pants. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things in life you can crap in your pants about. That's one of them. <laughs> I just want to say, okay, I want to say my friend Trevor, um, he's an actor as well, and I, I was telling him months ago when you said that you would initially do this, we got into the discussion. He said he he sounds just like Chris in that movie. He did a really good job. I said, that's not his voice. And he's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, no, it's not. I was like, it's not. And he's like, yes, it is. I'm like, no, it's not his voice. And I went, I, I Googled. I had to send him links just to prove it. Anyway, John, go ahead. It's Christopher Reeve. You know, it's the only time in the history of filmmaking where the lead actor actually dubbed someone else's voice in the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so, huh? It's yeah. historical. <laughs> AFI recognized it. The Academy recognized it. In fact, I've been told, and this is weird, the Academy actually called me and said I had voting. They were voting for me for the Academy Award. One of the stipulations they couldn't vote for me was because of his voice. Oh, uh, wow. Wow. And I said, oh, God, cost me an Academy Award, too. Uh. John, your turn. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, Jeff. So the Superman movie is a very pivotal movie in the hearts of every single little boy everywhere. Uh, yeah. When you did, when you did the day after, did you yeah. think that it was going to have the impact that that did? Whoa! Yeah. Oh yeah. Just like with Superman, we knew we had something going with Superman. But the day after was even a bigger deal. I even had people where my neighborhood, people where I grew up, people would send me letters. People sent me, we're so proud that you're part of this. People, we hate the fact that you're part of this. I got it left, right, left, right. And my neighbors, my neighbors would talk about it going, he's doing the day after. And 
when the movie showed, they all went, whoa. You know, it really, it was a very interesting experience because my parents were very Republican, very right-wing. Bob Dole was a personal friend, and Bob wow. Dole would come to our house, and, 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 and he congratulated me, but you could just tell that they wanted to fucking annihilate the Russians. Wow. Wow. That's, I, I didn't know that. That That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. And my father would take me out to the golf course and I'd say, dad, you know, this is for real. And I brought Steven Gutenberg out there to the golf course where he belonged. And, uh, we're at Blue Hills Country Club in Kansas City, very Catholic club and all this. I bring my Jewish friend out there who's a really good friend of mine, Steve Gutenberg. We go out there and they sit back in the locker room after we play 18 holes and like, we never met a Jew boy before. <laughs> and we're doing the day after too, cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, True man. story. Wow. I swear to God, wow. that kind of shit happened to me. So, um, since John asked about the day after, I'm going to say I have a lot of horror fans that listen, and they'll be upset, quite mad at me if I don't ask you about Pumpkinhead. Is there anything you'd like to say about Pumpkinhead? God! I love Stan Winston. I thought he was a genius. But I hate that son of a bitch's special effects guy. He blow that fan of dust and dirt in my eye every goddamn night, and I'd be cleaning my eyes out, and I'm like, you really need the fan tonight, Stan? You gotta have the fan when every time Pumpkinhead shows up, there's a blast of air. Yep. All right. Like, yep. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes, sir. You're paying me thousands of dollars. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare. We shot all nights up in Topanga Canyon. Um, Tom Woodruff had to get into that suit. And it had to be 90 degrees when we were shooting. It was ridiculous. And then it would cool off at night, but he was still hot. He's wearing that rubber suit. And it, it was cool. It was That pumpkin thing was really cool. It, it would scare you if you saw it. Oh, yeah, and, I'm sure. Uh, no, I swear to God. And his studio, dude, it was really cool. You'd go in there and you'd see all the stuff from Terminator, all the your Jurassic Parks. That, in fact, uh, Stan Winston got Jurassic Park from Pumpkinhead. Spielberg was watching the dailies from Pumpkinhead and said, oh, this is a great film. He says, who's the guy that does the creatures? And Stan Winston got the job for Jurassic Park and the rest is history. Fascinating. Stan Winston became rich from Pumpkinhead. And um, Spielberg was a friend of mine and he, he'd always come, he, he'd always, he never hired me, but we were always talking. I'd sit down in his office and talk to him. And he'd ask me how we did all this crazy shit. And he was always fascinated about the film process and everything that went on with Superman. But he was really interested in Stan Winston. I said, yeah, he's a pretty creative guy. And uh, I told him the story about me going in to get my life mask and get Pumpkinhead. And they didn't tell me that they were going to put this thing over my head. He said, oh, no, that's no big deal. And he starts putting this shit on my face and, you know, this white stuff. And it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then they stick straws up my nose. Right. I'm going, oh, I'm in trouble now. Uh, I'm in trouble now, boys. Uh, <laughs> he's putting this plaster pair of shit all over me. He goes, Jeff, we'll be back in 15 minutes. I'm like, 15 fucking minutes? Are you fucking kidding me? 
couldn't oh, that breathe. Drove you crazy, dude. You guys have no idea how hard <laughs> that is. It is the hardest. It's literally the most. I feel like I went to Vietnam and had Agent Orange stuck up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> this was insanity. So I go, when is this thing coming off? And they're like, what did you say, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Right. Wow. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I guarantee you, you will never experience anything like that in your life. Yeah, yeah, luckily, I would say. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't move, because then you would have had to do it again. Yeah, and I wasn't going to do it again. Get a body double. (laughs) All right, John, go ahead. Yep, yep. You know, I never missed a Seahawks game until I had a kid. Then uh, <laughs> I haven't watched one in a minute. So <laughs> now I it's. Uh, I, I think your coach is a genius. I think New England's coach is a genius. Belichick's yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, what about golfer? I'm a eight. I'm about an eight handicap. Yeah. Uh, I swing too fast. And there's too many good-looking girls on the golf course. So I can't really concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> well, where do you golf, man? I gotta come. <laughs> I golf in Monte Carlo. I live in France. I literally golf in Monte Carlo, Monaco. And guys, I'm telling you something. There's some of the finest Bonnet Piquiters I've ever seen in my life. Here. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I uh, I actually did not know that you that you lived in France until uh, yeah. I spoke to you you know months ago. That's that's awesome. You know, I bet it's beautiful over there. It's yeah. incredible, and it's not that expensive. Every, you know, everybody thinks it's so expensive. It's not right. So, what is your opinion on the current state of the television's Arrowverse? Have you actually watched any of those shows? Which the current what? The Arrowverse on the CW. You know, they got uh, The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl. I do not watch it. Didn't think so. Um, I don't watch any anything on television in France. I watch 
sports and I go to the movies and I watch Netflix. Very good. That sounds that yeah, that sounds like a typical uh weekend around here, you know. Yeah. So Yeah, here too. Yeah. Again, <laughs> minus the sports because now it's uh Where where are you guys from? Me, I'm from Kentucky. You can't tell. <laughs> yeah, and I say I'm from New York. You're from New York, and a guy from Kentucky. I had a great friend of mine when I was doing Huckleberry Finn, who was my double. His name was Charles Muscagby, and he was from Natchez, Mississippi. And this guy had the strangest accent. It was a little bit of Creole, a little bit of Southern, and a little bit of white boy. And he was like, wait a minute. And he didn't talk about this. And he was Italian. He talked about this. He just said, he's just man, I'm just going to I'm like, wait a minute, Charles. What was the first part before we're going up? He said, oh, uh, he, I never said it's going to be a I'm like, oh, wait a minute, Charles. What was the last part of that? I'm telling you, man, the accents in Southern Yeah, uh, you know my favorite thing is when somebody points out our accents here. Uh, my my stock answer is we don't have accents. Y'all do. I always say that. Exactly. <laughs> That's what my wife says to me. She's French, and she says you're the one with the accent. <laughs> All right, John. We got probably time for one more question from you. Um, if you want to ask him something That's else. That's great. That's great because I only have one question left. So, okay. Jeff, what's the what's the weirdest fan experience you've ever had? Probably this oh, one. I, mean, I was in the London. I'm in the London Zoo, and I'm doing uh, Huckleberry Finn PR, and I'm they're taking pictures, and there's all these little the handicapped children of London are invited to the zoo to meet Huck Finn, and I'm standing there, and everybody's taking pictures, and we're all gathering. And kids start grabbing me by the crotch. Ah. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. That that would be the weirdest fan experience, I would say. That'd and be I most go, disturbing. Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And my man goes, yes, he is too. I said, I can't get grabbing my dad. Oh, wow. And I'm going, what, what, what? What do you mean grabbing me? I mean, kids grabbing me by the ass. They're sticking their fingers up my ass. I'm like, God damn, what the hell? <laughs> and wow. he goes, okay, okay, okay. Calm down, we'll bring you out. And the PR guys are like, no, no, we want shots with the, with the kids, with the kids. And they're all like grabbing me by my ball. And I'm like, wow, this is ridiculous. Oh my. I am not doing, and I'm 15 years old. I'm like demanding like I'm, you know, Gloria Gaynor. I'm like, I'm demanding, I'm not doing these shots anymore. And I walk off and I get in the bus. My manager comes over and he goes, What's wrong with a bunch of little kids groping your big deals? <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well. There you go. Jeff. Good night, boys. <laughs> do you have any last words you would like to leave the listeners with? Be safe. Wear a fucking mask. Vote. I don't care who you vote for. And... I'm glad you guys like Superman because you're my friends too. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. That made my night. <laughs> Actually, this whole thing yeah. made my night. 
Thank you Thank very you. much, Jeff, for, for talking to me. And, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's been a long time dream to actually talk to, to you. And, Thank you. you. Know, just, yeah, it's like, I, I know you, I know you must get that a lot from a lot of Superman. No, fans, you know? I don't. No, it's, it makes me feel good. It gives me goosebumps. It makes me feel good. It likes, awesome. I like awesome. to hear that from people. It's cool. And I'm glad you, you appreciated a good film. Yeah. I love awesome. it. I mean it, man. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. God bless. You too. Stay safe, buddy. Talk soon. Bye-bye now. Bye. Let's check in with our buddy Brandon. Hello, hello. What's up, buddy? Merry Christmas, Mr. Beam Me Up, Scotty. I have missed you. I have missed you. Bro, it's been it's been a crazy wild wild time here, man. I can't I can't tell you all the wild things that have been going on. Well, um, tell me as much as you can of it. I'm oh sure everybody wants to hear. Well, we all uh we uh we moved Gamers Paradise into a new Gamers Paradise and it's real 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 pretty. Let me tell you. Oh my goodness. Yeah, like we've been um uh new spot in Toronto and it's got a view of the CN Tower. Let's just say that. It is gorgeous, man. That is I'll awesome. Send you, I'll send you a picture right after, man. Please like do. You will, you will cry how beautiful this place is. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. Oh, and then oh, there was bad luck and stuff like that, man. We had all our Christmas presents and stuff like that in our truck uh, in the parking garage. And guess what happened? What happened? B&E, dog. What? Uh, they ripped open the tailgate. They... Uh, broke open the tunnel cover everything they stole all the stuff man so christmas was a little bit sad so far but it's no big deal but we did manage to get um they didn't take everything okay so we had a little mini opening tonight of, of christmas presents so people would you know so everyone would be happy again you know and um i i i was just trying on my christmas present and it's amazing, man. Can you just give me two seconds to put this little thing on, and I'm going to play you my Christmas present. <laughs> it's so amazing, man. I'm on, sorry on. to hear that, though, that that happened, but... It, I... It's okay, man. You know, it's just the big city living. That sort of stuff happens all the time, you know? Yeah. And that's what we got insurance, yeah. so things are things are okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's good. Um, here, let, me, let, me, let me try this little Christmas present I got on. Okay, hold on. <laughs> How do I turn this thing on? Okay, hold on. Here we go. There is no place you can hide from the Batman. I'm the Batman. <laughs> and you're listening to Beam Me Up, Scotty. Whoa. I need pics of this, too, by the way. <laughs> Just so you... the greatest in the whole world. I've got the Batman cowl on. And it lights up the eyes. I'm basically mechanical Batman. <laughs> like, oh my god. Oh, I'll take this thing off. But it's, it, hold on. It, it has the best features in the world. Like, wait till I put this again. Hold on. Watch this. Watch this. There is no place you can hide from a Batman. Time to fight crime. It's time to clean up this city. <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually is time to clean up this city. So, you know, no offense to him, he's a great actor and all, but maybe maybe they should um, tell Robert Pattinson to kind of <laughs> hand over the cow to Brandon Ludwig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
exactly, man. Exactly. Oh my god. Would you Would you um, love to play Batman like in a movie? Batman, that, that's like a dream role. If I can get uh, uh, become Batman, a little Bruce Wayne, or get into a Batman movie, or you know what, I, I retire when I get onto a Star Wars movie. That's when I quit acting. It's like that's when you've reached the pinnacle. You, I get on a Star Wars movie, and then that's that's it. I retire. It's, it's over. Man. I agree, and but I live life like to the fullest for the rest of my days. You want to know? Can, let me. Can I tell you something? Yeah, man. You want to know how in sync you are? This segment is going to go on my interview with Jeff East from Superman the Movie. No way, man. Yeah. So you got to talk to um, Batman and Superman. <laughs> Batman <laughs> versus Superman. <laughs> Dawn of Justice. <laughs> wow, man. That's crazy. Isn't it? Holy Toledo. What are the odds of that, man? <laughs> Uh, that is so perfect. You you are yeah, always in sync. Are you on set yeah, right now? Uh, well, we, we we were on set today. We were filming some stuff today, and uh, uh, I got I got back just a little bit ago, and then we were just going through stuff, and everyone's like, "Let's have a little Christmas opening," and and, and uh, Big and Nod were wrapping presents and stuff like that. And since we came home, we had some gifts. It was so amazing. It was so nice. What you are know? you uh, What are you filming? Can I ask? Can you say? Um, it's kind of like. Uh, uh, it's a little bit secret right now, but okay. Uh, okay. But we're, we're, we're gonna. We're, I'll, I'll always, I'll always update you. No big deal. I'll always update you on stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I love it though. I love to hear when you're on secret set. Projects. Yeah, <laughs> I love oh, when man. you're working. You know, like you're you are so talented. You're gonna you're gonna be so popular, man. Like you really are. You're gonna be man. not that you're not already, but you are. Oh man, we're 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 trying our best, like, and things are going really, really well, except for a couple of hiccups. Let me tell you, those hiccups are, are tough hiccups. But, oh uh, yeah, jeez, you know, <laughs> that's terrible. Who does it on Christmas? Who does it be any on Christmas? That, oh, that is just worst, man. That is so yeah. like I'm angered by that. I really am because you're my friend, and it's like. You know, it's, I just it's just uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's some home alone, it's some home alone shit right there, man. <laughs> That's what happens. I don't mean to swear, but it is what it is. Yeah, you, you get broken into. Aye, aye, aye. That should have oh. been the name of the episode right there. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, oh, yeah, uh, anything you want to add before I uh, before I hang up? Anything you want to um, say? I got I got Don Shaw. He's he wants to give you a um, a game reco. For everybody oh, out there. I yeah, was gonna yeah, yeah. ask how Don Shaw was doing. I'm gonna have him on the podcast next season to talk about I Don Shaw wait, Productions. It'll be probably in February, roundabout. I can't wait. Sounds good to me. So, uh, what's the game recommendation? Man, I think everyone's got to play Among Us, especially on. I just been playing on uh, my iPhone. It's crazy. Uh, Don Shaw just got a new uh, 12 Max, and it's so 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 beautiful. It's the greatest phone in the world. So yeah, we had to go and get me one because I got a little jealous. I I, I was gonna say I'm pretty jealous. I'm actually I'm thinking I'm gonna have to get a second phone, like uh, <laughs> because I've got so many apps on my personal phone. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I don't have the room anymore. I'm honestly I think I'm gonna get one for personal and then one for like podcast stuff. You know oh, and smart. you know like one for personal, one for work, right? But yeah. Yes, sir. Yo. Get the get the game. Get among us, man. I was running around. I finally was the imposter. You're, there's seven crew members, one imposter. You're trying to figure out who the imposter is, trying to take them the ship. But I uh, I was the imposter once. I went around. I marked everyone. I escaped. I blew up the ship. It was amazing. 
But the first <laughs> time I played, I was one of the crew members. I ran over to a machine. I started working on the space engine. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Boom. Crew meeting. They go, hey, uh, I saw Green. He was uh, working on the space engine. I don't know what he was doing over there. I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is just my first time playing, guys. I, I thought we were just working on stuff. He's like, no, no, no. You the imposter. I go, no, no, no. I'm not the imposter. I swear to God, this is my first time playing. Boom. Seven votes. They vote me off. I get dead. I come back as a ghost. I'm like, I told you guys I wasn't an imposter. You didn't catch me. And then the imposter went around and murked everybody. I was like, I tried to tell y'all. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that story. Yeah. I, I haven't got to play that game yet. I can't wait to download it. Yeah. There, there, ha- so there, haven't, there haven't been good games for the iPhone in such a long time. And Among Us has taken off, like, a top download game ever. Like, You know, it really has. I've noticed it on yeah. social media. Like, it's, yeah. like, everywhere right now. It's oh, pretty, pretty uh, huge. Uh, I'm getting that right now. Actually, as soon as, as soon as we get off this line, I'm getting it. Actually, I'm going to send you a little picture, and then I'm going to I'm going to get that game. Let Go. me ask you one question before you hang up. You said you'll retire when you've been in a Star Wars movie. I'm going to ask you. It'd be Star Wars Episode Ten. What would you call it? Oh 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 oh. oh um. If you could name it, what would you call it? Star Wars Episode Ten. What? Um. um uh, Rise of the Sith Brothers. Very good. Very good. Oh, 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 oh yeah, because uh, well, uh, Don Cho and I, we, we wanted to um, one day uh, uh, tell the story of um, Darth Maul and his brother. And, Ooh, that sounds interesting. Uh, yeah, At least you didn't I, say though, Star Wars Episode Ten: The Rise of Baby Yoda. <laughs> Even though I do love the little guy, I forget his name already. But, you know, I think yeah. they just call him the child, don't they? No, 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 no. Oh. It, hold on. I have not watched the Spoiler. Spoiler. I have not watched it. I have not. You, you, you haven't seen the, 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 I've, the last episode. I've I've not seen um What is the I've not seen episode nine. What's what's that one called? I've not seen that one or the show. I've not yet watched those. Okay, so yeah, be, be careful. Be careful. Yeah. But I, I don't want you guys to say it, but I know the twist. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Okay, wow, wow, wow. So, yeah, I don't want to yeah, wreck you on that. But, it but is, oh, anybody who's listening that. who hasn't seen it, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a little disappointed right now. No big deal. No big deal. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. We got we to we catch this boy up over Christmas. It's been, speaking. yes, you do. It's been a crazy year, <laughs> man. Hey, man, let me tell you. Like, um, my, uh, my brother, my, uh, my other brother hasn't seen it either. He's like, hey, Brandon, let's look. Like, uh, we're back to the ranch, and, and, uh, and my brother wanted to watch something with me, and he goes, um, yeah, let's watch that new show, Mandalorian. I'm like, dog, that's been out for, like, a year. A year and a bit. I'm like, I can't start from the beginning. I'm like, I'm already on, like, season two, episode three. I'm like, what? Uh, you want to make me bang this whole thing again? Like, I can't. I don't get the time, man. <laughs> All right, well, send me pictures. I want to see pictures, especially of the new Gamer's Paradise. And um, send me anything else you want to send me. I actually, for anybody who's, you know, listening, I actually haven't really talked to you all that much because I took a couple weeks off from doing the podcast. So, Oh, I know, yeah. And and this is nice. It's like coming back home again. (laughs) It's really nice. It feels good. You you know, you take a little bit of time off, you recharge, and you, you, you fix things up at home and stuff like that and get things together, and then boom. To get things back on back on track. Love getting back into it. All right, brother, text me and uh, I'll talk to you in a bit. All right, man, talk soon. Peace, thanks. Meet me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> almost bye. Missed it. Almost missed it, man. Almost missed it. <laughs> almost missed it, but you didn't. Bye, buddy. All right, bye, man. 
So let's check in with Spooky Brucey, who I talked to a couple weeks ago. He, uh, I asked him to come up with some two-sentence horror stories, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a call. We're gonna see what he came up with. Good evening, my boy. Just a moment, please. <laughs> Could you give the bongos a rest? Would you? <laughs> Ugh. Thank you. I mean, what are they, beatniks? After bribing countless border guards and a few militiamen, I have finally made it to the heart of Port-au-Prince, Haiti. It's hotter than hell here, and believe me, I know. <laughs> Thankfully, my mortician's wax hasn't started to drip as I'm here on business. I'm meeting a dear friend of mine, a Bocor, or in layman's terms, a voodoo priest for hire. After all, it is important during these trying times to support small business, and you simply cannot beat his Black Sunday prices. You mean Black Friday? I know what I said. Oh, okay. I thought I'd beat the holiday rush and pick out a few gifts for the relatives. Something thoughtful, something from the heart. I've seen their wish lists, but I think it's better they get exactly what they deserve. <laughs> the kiss of death under the mistletoe. <laughs> now I know that coupon's in my jacket here somewhere. <laughs> I suppose that's the problem with having deep pockets. <laughs> See, receipt, coroner's report, death threat, another receipt, toe tag, cocktail napkin, a cocktail napkin. Oh, yes, that reminds me. You had asked for a two-sentence horror story. I jotted it down here. A little love scene I happened to witness at the airport. Hmm, okay. Mm. Go ahead. Here goes nothing. A young man starts to feel dizzy and explains to his date that he must have had too much to drink. The girl smiles politely and says, No, sweetheart. I just switched the glasses as she pulls the knife from his pocket. <laughs> Revenge is a drink best served cold. I suppose their relationship is, um, on the rocks. <laughs> uh, I guess he's off the wagon and under the bus. Now, I hate to rush off, but it would appear Papa Legba is ready for our appointment. <laughs> Oh, dear. Well, I suppose if you hear that, then you know he has a 100% success rate. <laughs> Mustn't keep him waiting, dear. So until next time, my friends, stay wretched. <laughs> Before we leave, I'd like to mention that last year, Microsoft and Warner Brothers chose to archive Superman the movie on a futuristic glass disc a test case for a new storage technology that could eventually safeguard films and television series, as well as many other forms of data, for centuries. The collaboration was unveiled at Microsoft's Ignite Conference in Orlando, Florida in 2019. Until next time, everyone, stay safe. Please visit AntonYelchinFoundation.org to make a donation or for more information. Thank you.